0: So, you want to be a content creator, but you're not sure where to start. This episode is for you, so keep on listening. Often, people find they have a desire to become some kind of content creator. They're creative, they have something they'd like to share, but what they're not certain of is what platform they should share it on. And probably even more often, people who want to become a creator feel like they're stuck in a certain direction, like YouTube, for instance. So, they start creating on YouTube only to realize that they don't actually like making videos, what they like is talking about their topic or niche. I don't want this to happen to you because the easiest track to burnout is forcing yourself to make a type of content that you're really just not that passionate about. So in this episode, as someone who has been all over the social media map in terms of different platforms and different formats of content, I'm going to help you figure out where you should start creating a podcast, a YouTube channel, or a blog. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Creator Club Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Steckley, YouTube creator and creative entrepreneur. The Creator Club Podcast is a workshop style show dedicated to teaching creators and entrepreneurs the best strategies for social media marketing and content creation. Whether you're into Instagram, creating on YouTube, trying TikTok or producing podcasts, this show is made for you. And because here at Creator Club, we believe in teaching everything you know, and that community is more important than competition, this club is open to everyone. Come and join us. Today's review of the week is from Mary Angelica. Mary Angelica says, Katie is always a joy to listen to. Her down-to-earth approach to marketing and her authentic look behind the curtain of social media strategies makes you feel like you've got a best friend in your ear that only wants to see you succeed. 100% you need this podcast in your life. Thank you so much, Mary Angelica. You are just such a kind and generous supporter. I really appreciate this review and I appreciate all the reviews that I get on my show. So, Thank you so much to anybody who has left a rating or review on Creator Club. If you haven't yet, I would super appreciate if you would do that. Just pop open the podcast app. You, you probably already have it open if you're listening to this. And head over to my show's page and just tap on Write a Review. It really does help the growth of my show. When it comes to podcasts, one of the most important metrics is ratings and reviews. And I really want to be able to grow this show so that I can keep sharing this information with you all. So if you haven't yet, please go ahead and leave a review, and I might just read yours on the next episode. So thanks again, Mary Angelica, and I look forward to reading the rest of all of your reviews. (laughs) When it comes to discovering the platform that's right for you, obviously a big component is the kind of media that you'll be producing, either the written word and photos, like on a blog, or videos on YouTube, or audio on a podcast platform. But there is more to it than just the form of media that you'll be producing. Each kind of platform requires different strategy, different commitments, and they all have different pros and cons. I'm going to be going into each one of those in detail here, but I also wanted to note that most likely you already have a favorite way of consuming content. Maybe you're obsessed with podcasts, maybe like me, YouTube is like your Netflix. Chances are if you really love consuming a certain kind of content, you might also like making that kind of content. Plus, you'll have a home field advantage in that area because you'll already implicitly know the culture, the rhetoric, and the typical trends and formats in that area as well because you're so used to observing them. So, for instance, if you watch a lot of YouTube, you understand what a good YouTube video is. You understand the trends. You understand the editing style. So, if you consume a lot of a certain kind of content, that might be the kind of content you want to create. So keep that in mind as we go through. Maybe now as you're listening, think about which type of format you're already drawn towards. You probably already have one in mind where you're like, yeah, I know I want to write a blog or I know I want to do a YouTube channel. And then you can kind of reflect on that and think about that as I talk through the different options in detail, because it might turn out that the one that you're immediately drawn to is perfect for you and you should go for it. Or you might find out that uh, actually, I'm not so sure that's right for me. It turns out I'm not actually that excited about X or Y part of that process. So think about what you like to consume, what your strengths are, what kind of creativity is your strong suit. And then I'm going to go through my personal experience and my findings about these different platforms to give you a sense of what might be ideal for you. So let's dive into it. The first one I'm going to talk about is blogging. First of all, I just want to get this out of the way. Blogging is definitely not dead. I think a lot of us associate blogging with the mid to late 2000s, and there was certainly a huge boom in blogging. That was sort of like the birth of the online influencer, in my opinion. And since then, so many social media platforms have rose to prominence that it's easy to feel like blogging, you know, isn't really a thing anymore. We feel like, oh, you know, YouTube's replaced blogging. Your Instagram has replaced blogging. But in my opinion, blogging can still be super, super valuable. You could definitely still make money doing it. And there's definitely still people who prefer reading over watching videos and listening to podcasts. So the audience is out there. You just need to figure out who your audience is and then and make sure that blogging is something they're interested in. So don't feel like, oh, I can't do it. Like people don't do that anymore blogging is very much still alive and well, and it is certainly a great way to provide value and communicate with an audience. So what do you need to know in order to be a successful blogger? All of these different platforms have different skill sets that are going to be required. So I want to share with you for each of them, what you might need to know. So you kind of know, okay, how much are you going to have to learn in order to start doing this? So what do you need to know in order to become a successful blogger? The first and most obvious thing is that you're going to need to be able to set up a website. So this is something you can either do on your own, which honestly I would encourage you to try doing it on your own with something like Squarespace. It is very, very intuitive, super user-friendly and easy to do. Of course, there's other options like Wix. Honestly, I wouldn't recommend WordPress because it's not that beginner friendly, but there are so many options out there. And and honestly, you could also get someone to help you. If you are really thinking about this as a business investment, or if you want to just spend some money on this new exciting hobby, totally feel free to hire somebody to set up a website for you because it's more of a one-time thing than a, a continuous thing. You just want to make sure that you know how to manage it once it's set up. But either way, honestly, don't get intimidated. I believe in you. You could definitely set up a Squarespace site. It is not that hard. But that is definitely one thing that you're going to need to do and need to figure out either how to do it yourself or how to hire someone to do it because it's an essential part of blogging. And I will say it is a little bit more complicated maybe than some other options like podcasting and YouTube have their own things, which I will get into. But, you know, you need to know how to set up a website, buy a domain name, get it associated with your site. But Squarespace makes it easy. In addition to getting that website set up, which is an essential part of becoming a blogger, you're also going to want to learn the SEO principles of, like, Google, for instance. And that stands for search engine optimization. A big part of growing a blog is creating content that people are going to be able to find through search, through Googling. And so you want to learn how to optimize your posts for SEO. You want to learn how to write good titles that will help you rank in Google and how to make your website rank in Google. So, honestly, that is a whole topic unto itself. There are many books written on SEO and I feel like it's something that you can always keep learning more about. But just keep in mind, like this is sort of the technical side of blogging. I think for a lot of people, they think of blogging as the least techie of these three options between YouTubing, podcasting. Did I say YouTubing like it's a verb? <laughs> between YouTube podcasting and blogging, but I just will say the setting up the website and understanding SEO, those are the most technical parts of blogging. And you really do want to make sure that, that you do that well, because it's going to really determine your success. Okay. So in addition to setting up a website, figuring out those SEO principles, the next thing that you're going to want to nail down is getting good writing techniques. So both creative writing and SEO writing, because SEO writing is definitely a skill. And you're going to learn about that in your research around SEO when you dive into it. But it's just making sure that Google is able to go through your article, your blog post, figure out what it's about, and then serve it to the right people who are searching for it. So of course, blogging requires a lot of writing, both SEO style writing and the creative side, the editorial side. So of course, if you don't like writing, blogging might not be for you. I think that's probably already obvious. You probably already realize that. But if you want to become a blogger, make sure you nail down those writing skills. The other thing that you want to make sure you're good at, or you can become good at, never, never feel intimidated about starting because you're like, oh, I'm not a good writer. I'm not a good this or that. You can become one. It just takes practice, okay? But these are the things that you're going to want to practice if you want to start doing this. So the next one is photography. Photography is very important in the world of blogging. I mean, you think about blogging as writing, but really photos are a big part of it. So you're either going to need to invest in a photographer, which I'll be honest, like I'm assuming you're not in a position where you want to spend a lot of money on that. That's a vibe. Don't do that. Learn how to do photography for yourself. That's going to be more sustainable as well for you doing this as a long-term venture. You're probably going to be able to want to do this on your own. So there's lots of great tutorials, honestly, on my YouTube channel, on all over YouTube really, that you can learn photography, but. If you are a fan of reading blogs, you probably already know how important high quality photography is to the experience of reading and just hanging out on somebody's blog. It's also going to help with your social media marketing. Finally, speaking of social media marketing, you're also going to need to be super present on Instagram and Pinterest in order to promote your blog. So we want to use those SEO principles so that we can hopefully drive traffic through Google, find people will be able to find your blog through search engines, but In addition to that, you're gonna want to have a solid presence on Instagram and Pinterest in order to cultivate your community there and drive traffic to your blog from those places. Speaking of that, the next big question about each platform that I wanna tackle is how do people find you? I wanna make sure before you decide which content creation platform to go with that you know not only what do you need to know to be successful, like what skills, what techniques, but also how are people gonna find you? Like what is the strategy for growth here? So in terms of blogging, People are going to find you primarily through Google search. If you can set up your website and your blog to be very search engine optimized, people will hopefully find your blog posts and your articles through searching for certain things. So most likely you will start out with how-tos tutorials or other sorts of topics like that that are searchable that people are looking for another way people will find you is through pinterest literally in my notes right here i wrote pinterest 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 because it is so important for blogging it is the main traffic driver to most people's blogs because Pinterest is a place where people go to find information and they know that most likely it's going to lead them to a blog. So they're already in the mindset of like, I'm going to go check out somebody's blog. So Pinterest is very, very important for that. You could also consider creating content for medium.com. Medium is sort of like the social media platform for bloggers. It's actually similar to YouTube in that you can monetize your articles. So you can actually earn some ad revenue from writing articles for Medium, which is really cool. So you could consider writing articles for Medium every now and then to help drive traffic to your blog. So rather than putting all of your articles there, you could use that as a way to promote yourself and earn a little bit of extra cash on the side for your writing. Speaking of submitting articles to other sites, I would really, really recommend submitting guest posts to other blogs or pitching article ideas to different online publications. Essentially, what you're going to want to do is become like a freelance writer because that is going to help you not only make your income a little bit more diverse, you're going to get extra income streams by writing for other publications, but it's also going to help you build up your reputation as a writer and a blogger and it'll help drive traffic to your blog. So if you're really serious about turning blogging into a business, I want you to start thinking about yourself as a freelance writer and photographer who has a blog rather than just a blogger because I think that you're going to find that you'll be able to be a lot more successful financially if you branch out into those other areas. So the third question that I want to answer about each platform is how do you grow a community? We know that a very important part of being a content creator is having a thriving and excited community and blogging is a little bit different than something like YouTube because you won't have your blog hosted on a social media platform, right? It's on your own website. So how do you grow a community because people aren't already hanging out on your website? So what you're going to want to do is make sure that you're active on Instagram, maybe start a Facebook group, maybe be active on Twitter. It honestly really depends on your audience and where they like to hang out. The people who follow me tend to like Instagram. That's their vibe. But for a lot of people, Twitter might be where they hang out. So just figure out what social media platform suits your ideal audience and then make sure that you're really active there as well so that you can grow your community there. And then you can also, once you establish a community on that platform, use that to drive traffic to your blog too. So for each platform, I also want to go over the pros and cons so that you can really get a clear sense of what platform might be right for you. So to conclude for blogging, what are the pros? All you need is a laptop And an internet connection, and honestly, like decent photography skills. You could do it with your phone, you don't need a fancy camera. So, it's a very low barrier to entry. A lot of this other stuff is gonna require equipment and maybe more practice and time and money. This is a very easy to start venture. So, that's a great thing about blogging. It's not a lot of complicated or technical knowledge like. Editing and camera gear and all that kind of stuff. Really, all you need to do is set up a website, and it can be so easy if you use a platform like Squarespace or Wix, and then start writing and taking photos. So, chances are you already have all the skills necessary, like the technical skills, and then it's just a matter of building up the soft skills and the knowledge around stuff like SEO in order to really take your blog to the professional level. So, it's very accessible. That's the main pro of blogging. What are the cons? It can take a lot of outreach to get discovered. That's the main one because you are essentially building your own little island on the internet. There aren't people who are already spending their time on katiesteckley.com, for instance, like there are people who are already spending their time on instagram.com or youtube.com. So you are going to have to work really hard to get people to come from social media, to come from Google, to go to your website. You can generate traffic with search and Pinterest, but it all takes time when it comes to search engine optimization. It's not about going viral. It's about over months and years of people finding your blog posts, your articles, and then following you because of that. The final con is just that creating a community can feel like it takes a lot of effort because you're going to host it not on your main platform, but on some other social media platform that you're using. So you're going to be working away at your blog, but then you're also going to need to grow your Instagram and Pinterest at the same time. So it can feel like you're balancing a lot of different things at once. Overall, I think blogging can be an amazing way to become a creator if you're passionate about writing and you love aesthetics and photography and you're excited about learning about SEO and building a community on another social media platform, then I think it might be perfect for you. Next, let's talk about YouTube. So YouTube is actually a pretty old platform in social media terms, but it's continuing to be a really good place to start your platform as a creator. It is not that huge of a disadvantage to be starting now, even though a lot of people feel like, oh, it's too late, I should have started earlier. I've personally been on YouTube for 10 years and I've seen so many people start and surpass me super quickly, so never feel like it's too late to start. You can always start on YouTube and always still grow a platform. I've been on YouTube for 10 years and I've seen so many people start and surpass me super quickly in terms of subscriber count. So really never feel like it's too late to start. You could start on YouTube today, tomorrow, maybe even a year from now. I mean, who knows where the world's going to be a year from now, but I'm just saying it is not too late. Just get started. The thing that's holding you back is feeling like it's too late. Okay. So I'm giving you permission now. You could start YouTube in 2020 and be successful. I promise. Okay. So what do you need to know? I'll be honest, there is a lot more tech know-how involved here, but it's not as hard to learn as everyone seems to think, so you're going to need to be able to film yourself. And honestly, you do not need to get started with a super fancy camera and lighting and audio rig. You can film yourself with an iPhone and natural light. That is a totally valid place to start. And you'll probably be surprised at how good it can actually look. The other thing you're going to need to know is how to edit. So there's lots of really great beginner programs out there. You can check out iMovie if you have a Mac. KineMaster is a good mobile app that I've used. Adobe Rush is another good option. It's on mobile and on desktop. If you're really thinking seriously about this and you think that you might want to improve your editing skills and maybe graduate to something a little bit more professional, eventually I would highly recommend getting Adobe Rush. If you've ever heard me talk about editing before, you'll know that I use Adobe Premiere Pro, which is like very much a standard professional video editing software. Adobe Rush is kind of like the little sister to Premiere Pro. So if you get to know Adobe Rush, eventually you can learn how to use Premiere Pro. So if you want to check it out, I actually have an affiliate link for Adobe products. It's katiestickley.com slash rush. So, you know, feel free to check that out if you want, like, I'd appreciate it, but you know, you do you. I'm just saying, Rush is a good option if you're trying to learn video editing. You'll also want to get acquainted with some graphic design skills so you can make good thumbnails. Now, this is essential to growing on YouTube. If you don't have good thumbnails, it doesn't matter if you have good videos because no one will watch them. And I know that's kind of harsh, but it's true. So, whether you want to jump on Canva and play around or learn Photoshop, the important thing is that you figure out how you're going to design good thumbnails. The other thing about YouTube is that Learning some basic SEO is pretty important too, and also learning how to tell an efficient story, how to keep people engaged, and all of that kind of stuff when it comes to video making. That's all a part of building a successful YouTube channel, and also understanding it's a search engine. Which, speaking of that, how are people going to find you? The biggest benefit to starting a YouTube channel is that people will find you through search. There are already tons of people spending time on YouTube, and sometimes they're searching for stuff because... They wanna learn something new or they're curious about something. So if you use targeted search keywords that people are looking for, they will find your video. You can find this out by using something like TubeBuddy. That's my personal preference. TubeBuddy allows you to basically enter search keywords and get a rating back about how often they are searched and how many people are already making content on that topic. So that is a lot of information. I know the filming and editing stuff is probably intimidating enough. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, you also need to understand SEO, telling a story, keeping people engaged, and graphic design. So, yes, I understand it is quite a diverse skill set. It can be intimidating, but the main important thing is just to get started. You don't have to be perfect from the very beginning. A lot of this stuff you can learn and improve as you go. I certainly did. If you scroll back to the beginning of my YouTube videos, you will definitely see um, I wasn't always so good at making thumbnails. And I certainly wasn't always so good at being concise and keeping people engaged. Honestly, I'm still working on that second part. So we're always all on a journey. So how are you gonna build a community if you have a YouTube channel? The great thing about YouTube is it already kind of is a social media platform, so you can build a community in your comments section. I really would encourage you to reply promptly, get to know people, really invest in your audience because that is your biggest asset as a content creator is having an engaged audience. Of course, it's also good to get on Instagram or Twitter as well. It kind of depends on your audience. Some people in certain niches prefer either. Like I know a lot of YouTubers are on Twitter a lot. Personally, I had to stop going on Twitter because... It was terrible for my mental health, but that's just me. Instagram is more of my place. So it totally depends. It's up to your preference and also where your audience hangs out. But I would encourage you, in addition to YouTube, have one of those secondary platforms that's a little bit more um, easy to talk to people on and build that community. So to review about YouTube, what are some of the pros of starting out on YouTube as a creator? It's search engine driven, it's got a built-in audience, and it's lots of fun in my opinion, and it helps you develop all kinds of profitable skills. So even if you don't end up being like a professional YouTuber, you're gonna learn how to make and edit videos and that's really valuable, and if you love to do that, you can do what I did and become a freelance videographer. So there's a lot of opportunity in the skill set that learning YouTube provides. But also I think it's easier to grow than some places because of that search engine and the built-in audience that is looking for content. So what are some of the cons of YouTube? I'll just be totally honest with you. It is a lot of work. It takes a lot of time and you certainly cannot expect to grow super fast. I have been on YouTube for 10 years. Realistically, I have been... Um, being intentional and working hard at growing my YouTube channel for like three or four years, I would say. And I've just recently surpassed 70,000 subscribers. So that kind of gives you a sense of how long it's going to be. You are going to be in the long haul when you're working on this. So don't expect to blow up overnight. It could happen. I've seen it happen, but that's kind of like winning the lottery. So it takes time. It can happen, but it's just going to be many weeks and months and years of dedication. So that is the main drawback to YouTube is like it takes a long time. But honestly, with any of these things, it, it takes time. Okay, you can't expect to blow up on any platform. Um, but YouTube, it's a big learning curve and a lot of work as well. All right, that brings us to the third platform that you might be considering. And that is podcasting podcasts are super popular and more and more people are starting to listen to podcasts all the time it's just a a growing space right now they're also fun to make and in my opinion it's a bit easier than video because you don't have to worry about the visuals all you have to concern yourself with is the audio so when it comes to editing a youtube video versus editing podcast in my opinion editing a podcast is like half the work because you don't have to worry about what the person's looking like, if the visuals are still engaging and all that stuff, you just have to worry about the audio. Um, So if you're intimidated by all the techie stuff of YouTube, podcasting and YouTube, I would say podcasting is like the middle option when it comes to a learning curve. So speaking of that, what do you need to know? How to record audio... Edit audio, get your podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcast, etc. Thankfully for you, <laughs> I have actually made an entire series about this on my YouTube channel just to shout it out. I could walk you through all the steps right now, but honestly, I have put a lot of effort into making this podcasting series super concise and digestible. And you can go find it on my YouTube channel now. It's called the Ultimate Podcast. Guide to Podcasting for Beginners. No, The Ultimate Podcast Guide for Beginners. Whatever it is, you'll find it. It's really obvious on there. And I take you through every single thing you need to know about starting a podcast, from finding a niche, coming up with episode ideas, creating a visual brand and podcast artwork to editing, recording, the best microphones, and how to get it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So yes, there is a little bit to learn there. There is a learning curve, but I have created the perfect guide for you that will take you through every step. So don't worry about the learning curve. I'll teach you. I'll teach you everything you need to know. How do people find you? That's the next question. So people can find you through the podcast app, through the search engine there. And I talk about that in the series about how to optimize your podcast to be found by potential listeners. So definitely check that out if you're interested in that. I get DMs all the time from people saying they found my podcast because they search for content creation in the podcast app. So that can definitely happen. That is a way that your audience can grow. Um, Another way people are going to find you is through stuff like Pinterest, Instagram, other social promo. I really want you to think about Pinterest as a good option for you if you're considering starting a podcast the same way you would use Pinterest if you were starting a blog. Create graphics, link to your podcast episodes. That's going to be a really, really good way to promote your podcast. So that is basically the two ways, right? Search engine through either Spotify and Apple Podcasts or through your other social promo that you will do. How do you create a community around a podcast? So the thing is, you're not really gonna have a community like in the podcast app, right? We all understand that. When you listen to something on the podcast app, hopefully you leave a review if you like it, like you can for me, wink, wink. Um, But it's not like you're leaving comments or liking certain episodes right like it's not a social media platform so you will need to have another platform away from wherever you're hosting your podcast so maybe you'll start a Facebook group or have an Instagram or a Twitter whatever again suits your audience that is the main thing but you will need to go to a different platform to uh, really cultivate that community so to review on podcasting what are the pros There's a lot of audience potential. There's a lot more people listening to podcasts now than ever before, and it just keeps growing. People really love podcasts, and they're becoming more mainstream. So now's a really great chance to get in on that. Um, I know it might in some ways feel like it's too late, but I promise you it's not. Um, I talk about this a lot in the Ultimate Guide to Podcasting for Beginners on my YouTube channel. Um, There's room for more. You just need to make sure that you bring a different lens, a different perspective or personality to your niche. So there's lots of audience potential, and in my opinion, podcasts are very fun to make. So those are the pros. The cons, it can be a lot of work and take a lot of time and effort to grow as well. So similar to YouTube, there is a bit of a technology learning curve in order to produce them, especially if you're trying to do this all on your own, and it takes time. You're not going to blow up overnight with this Um, Again, that's really true for all of these platforms. But just know that if you're really trying to grow this, be prepared to spend a year podcasting with no one listening to you. Cause that is, that's kind of how it goes. It can take multiple years to really grow. Um, so just, just be prepared for that and don't expect um, stuff to go crazy right away. It, it really is fulfilling when you do put in that time and effort and see the growth. Hopefully that was a helpful overview for you, whether you're going to do blogging or YouTube or podcasting. I know that you're going to be an amazing creator and I'm honestly so excited that you press play on this episode and are thinking about starting this new venture If you are, and especially if you listen to this whole episode, which obviously you did if you got this far, I'd love to hear from you. So send me a DM on Instagram and just let me know what you're thinking about getting started because I would love to hear your ideas. And if you're stuck between like say blogging and YouTube or YouTube and podcasts, like let me know and maybe you can tell me a little bit about your situation and I can give you um, a third party opinion on what I think might work for you. But at the end of the day, it really is about your own passions, what you're excited about, um, and what you think you're going to be able to stick with, because it really is about persistence and perseverance in terms of being a content creator and growing on social media. So I can't wait to see you succeed in your new content creation venture and reach out to me on Instagram if you have any questions. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Creator Club podcast. If you listen to this entire episode, I want to know who you are send me a DM on Instagram at Steckley so we can chat. Do you want to be part of the official creator club? You can join my Insider Squad Facebook group by going to katiesteckley.com slash club. I'd love to see you there. Finally, if you're looking for more value-packed content like this, check out my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash katie. Go to my channel and search Instagram hacks, and I promise you won't be disappointed. If you want to hear more episodes like this and support this show to continue, please leave me a review in iTunes. It really helps me out and you just might get featured on the next episode as the review of the week. Leave your IG handle in the review so I can give you a shout out. Again, thanks so much for listening and as always, I hope you are having adventures and following your dreams and I'll catch you next week, Creator Club.